Hello and welcome to Couple Next Door from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. TBS Radio brings you The Couple Next Door, written by Peg Lynch and starring Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce. to that. Big Ben. Seems impossible that I'm waking up in London. Goodness, are you up already? I'm not only up, I am shaved and bathed and practically dressed. Thought I'd better grab the bathroom before Aunt Effie and Betsy got up. What's the rush? What's the rush? Look, I'm in England on business, you know. I'm not here to see the sights. I got an appointment this morning. No, I thought we could all have breakfast together. Oh, no, no, indeed. Not me. By the time I wait for the three of you to get ready, deciding what to wear and all that. Oh, look, the sun's shining at last. And look, if you're going to see something of London, you better get up. Well, that's why you and Aunt Effie wanted to come on the trip. You've spent all your time washing clothes, as far as I can figure out. For two <laughs> days, this place has looked like a well, Chinese laundry. Yeah, and then on the boat a week, we couldn't go out. What's the point of going sightseeing in a downpour? It hasn't let up for two days. Well, it's going to be a beautiful day now, so you better get up and wake the rest of them. Now then, where's my briefcase? I think we'll take the all-day tour of London today yeah. and get an idea of what the city looks like, what you know. What the heck is so sticky? Everything I touch is oh, sticky. Oh, it's the watermelon pickles I brought over to take to Mrs. Blake's mother. Oh. I must call her, too, as soon as you know when you'll be free to rent a car and drive up to the country wherever the Kenways live. Goodness, I hope I haven't lost uh, that address. I told you not to bring those pickles. I said if that jar leaked, that I know, stuff I know, I know. Well, now, let's not know. go into it again. Mrs. Blake said her mother loved pickles. She'd never tasted watermelon ones, and it's just another little way to further Anglo-American relations. Well, it's not furthering our relations, I'll tell you that. Even my briefcase is sticky. Well, I better no, get sorry. going. Look, I may be back to the hotel here for lunch. Well, I don't think we'll be here, dear. Not if we take the all-day tour of London. Gee, I hate to have you miss it, but we'll tell you all about it tonight. If not many Russian people speak English, then why did the Soviets publish more books in the English language last year than in any other language, including their own? I'll tell you why. Because Russia is determined to win English-speaking peoples to her way of thinking. One way to do that is to print lies and distortions about America in books written in our own language. How can we counteract this vast onslaught of Soviet propaganda? By each and every one of us sending books from America to the peoples of the free world. Books that give an accurate picture of life in the United States. American literary classics. Recent American histories and geographies. Books that you know are representative of us. Look through your bookshelves, select some hardcover books, and send them to Books from America, Box 1960, Washington 13, D.C. That address again, Books from America, Box 1960, Washington 13, D.C. <laughs> Good afternoon, sir. Oh, good afternoon. May I have my room key, please? 325? Yes, One moment. 
325? That's right. Mr. Piper? Yes, that's right. There's no key here, Mr. Piper. I believe your family's up there. Oh, oh, well, all right, fine. I, I didn't think they'd be back for lunch. I don't believe they've gone out all day, sir. They haven't gone out. Well, they were going on an all-day tour of London. Well, probably a change of plans. I've been on the desk since you left this morning, sir, and I've not seen Mrs. Piper or the other lady. Oh, yes, that's my aunt. Yes, sir. Well, I've not seen either of them. However, your little girl has been <clears throat> jumping rope most of the morning in the lobby. Not that we mind, sir, but some of the other guests. Oh, um, yes, I, of course, I, I'm terribly sorry. In I, fact, I, I believe... Ah, oh, there she is now, running up and down the stairs oh, to the mezzanine. Yes, I... Uh, uh, Betsy! Betsy, come here! I'm sorry if she's been a nuisance. I, Hi, I just, Daddy. Look, I don't want any more jumping rope in the lobby or running up and down those stairs. Anyhow, I thought you were all going on a tour of London this morning. We couldn't go. Why? And if you washed your carpet and it isn't dry. Oh, for the... <laughs> Excuse me. Oh, that's quite all right. Come so... on, Betsy, come on. Let's get upstairs. For Pete's sakes, washed her corset and it isn't dry. Well, it's what happened, Daddy. Come on. All right, all right. But why in Samuel would Aunt Effie wash her corset this morning when you're leaving on a sightseeing tour? I thought I had another one. And apparently she didn't bring her other one. I've had everything out of my suitcase three times, and it's just no use. I apparently didn't bring the other one. I don't understand it. I know. I know that I put it out to be packed. I was practically dressed when I got up this morning, and I was washing out a pair of Betsy socks and her white sweater in the bathtub. So Aunt Effie just threw her corset in to soak a little first. Mm. I said I'd wash it while she got dressed. Well, then she let out this yell, but of course, by this time, the corset was wet. Oh, for Pete's sake. Well, why, why don't you put it on the towel rack? We said that was one of the nice things about England. They have these nice heated towel racks. Well, they're not that warm. I mean, it still takes long for a corset to get dry. I wrung it out in a towel as best I could, but even so... Oh, I not... don't understand well, I know. I know I put the other one out. Ready yeah. to be packed. Because I had them both out. Uh-huh. I was sewing the money in this one, and uh-huh. I... Oh! What money? Huh? I sewed it in. Well, what? well, what money? What do you mean, Aunt Effie? What dollar bills? Just for emergency. I sold them into my corset. Here's another clothespin. All right, give it here. Betsy, hand Mother another of those dollar bills. No, 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 no. They have got to be handled carefully. Don't don't touch those dollar bills, Betsy. Here, here easy, Goodness, easy now. I never realized bringing all these tiny little clothespins would come in this handy. See if the clothesline's tied tight enough to the bedpost. I'm sure the money will dry all right, Aunt Effie. Mm-hmm. Now, don't you worry. Oh, boy, I tell you, you women, $51 bills hanging up to dry. Now, by golly, you get them hung up, and then you get ready, all of you. Mm-hmm. We are going out and at least take the afternoon tour of London. But Aunt Effie can't go out, dear. Her corset isn't dry. But can't you go out somewhere and buy her a dry one? Oh, you cannot go out and buy somebody else a corset. And don't say why not. And I can't go without one. I have nothing to hold my stockings Well, up. then go without stockings. Go without stockings? Why? I wouldn't even do that at home. I am certainly not going to do it in England. Europeans think we Americans are peculiar enough without doing that. Well, nobody's even going to look at your legs. Well, really? Why, honey, that well, wasn't very oh, nice. I'm told I have very uh, nice legs. What I meant was we'll be sitting in a sightseeing bus all afternoon. Nobody will see your legs. That's what he meant, Aunt That's what I meant. That's what he meant. Hand me another wet dollar bill. Oh. Must be the maid again. She's 
tried to get in here all morning to clean up the rooms, but we've been in such a dizzy. Oh, that's all right, I'll get it. I'm sorry, oh. Miss. We're, we're still in here. Yeah, but they'll all be out of here in about 20 minutes. Uh, yeah, well, we'll try. <laughs> Thank you. She'll be out. That's a strange girl. What was she staring at? I don't know what she was staring at, but come on. Honestly, here you are. You, you can't wait to get to Europe, and you've already spent two and a half days in the hotel room. Mm. Now, for Pete's sake, finish hanging up the money, and let's see something of London. <laughs> Just, just a second now. I want to stop at the desk and leave the key. I think you're crazy to wear a coat, Aunt Effie. Mm. You're going to die of the heat. It's terribly hot out. Well, without a corset, I am certainly wearing a coat. Excuse well, me. I, I just want to leave our room key. Mm. I also would like to leave a message with the switchboard operator that I'll be back at 5.30. I'm expecting a very important business call. I'll attend to it at once, Mr. Piper. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Come on, girls. I think we'll take a taxi over to Russell Square. That's yes, where the tour bus leaves from. Now, stay with me. Will you Hello? Hello? Are you there? Room 325. Piper will be back at 5.30. But quickly, lean over the switchboard and get a look at them. <laughs> Fantastic. It must be true that Americans are all crazy millionaires. Why, the chambermaid said money was hanging all over their room. On lampshades, clotheslines. Yes, yes. Not only do they constantly wash their clothes, but they apparently wash their money. <laughs> We'll return to the couple next door in just a moment. How does your radio work? Well, one answer might be easy. Just turn the knob on the left to the right. It's not a very scientific explanation, but it's all that you need to know to have a world of news and entertainment at your fingertips. Another thing to remember, though, is to keep that other thingamajig set where it is right now. If you do that, you can hear a fellow by the name of Art Linkletter, whose house party continues to be a solid delight every weekday over CBS Radio. Art hosts a happy session of contest and conversation with prizes and surprises and famous guests. Another chap you'll hear, he runs a jolly get-together weekdays here on CBS Radio, is Pat Buttram, who calls his show Just Entertainment. You'll find Pat's homey, warm sense of humor just the thing to keep you in high spirits. Art Linkletter's House Party and Pat Buttram with Just Entertainment, two of the many weekday programs that contribute to the sound difference that makes the different sound on this station and on CBS Radio. And we are now turning down Shaftesbury Avenue toward Piccadilly Circus. Some places of interest we'll be passing this afternoon will be Buckingham Palace, St. James's Palace, the British Museum, Scotland Yard, Westminster Abbey. And our first stop will be at St. Paul's Cathedral. Maybe the little girl in the back of the bus would like to come up front where she can see better. Betsy, would you like to go up and sit by the guide? Oh, yeah. All right, now be careful as you go up the aisle. Thank you very St. much. St. Paul's Cathedral, built by Sir Christopher Wren in 1675, right after the great fire. Oh, dear, I meant to tell you, got a phone call this morning. Phone call? For Pete's why didn't you tell well, me? I'm sorry, I forgot. Look, I've, I've been waiting. 
Who was it? Well, I, I missed somebody or other, and she said that a Mr. Somebody or other, I didn't get his name either. Well, wh- what was the message? Well, oh, just a second. Aunt Effie, hmm? that phone call he got this morning. What? Yes, yes, he got a phone call. Yeah, I know, but what was the message? Oh, oh, yes. Now, what was it? Well, there was somebody, oh, somebody, somebody. Oh, she should be quiet, and I want to hear And now, passing Piccadilly Circus, we will turn into St. James's Street, proceeding toward Buckingham Palace. On your right is the Royal Academy. St. James's Palace is the official residence of the court, and it was here that Charles I was beheaded. Who was beheaded? I don't know. I didn't, I didn't catch what he said. Well, you're no, both going to be beheaded if you don't think of that message. I'm telling you, I have come 3,000 miles to see this guy. His office was closed this morning, and was it a Mr. Yarborough? Oh, yes. The message was that he's on the continent. Mm-hmm. And Aunt Effie and I laughed because I said, which continent? <laughs> on the <laughs> continent? Said, which When's he coming back? Five or six. Well, oh, I don't know, back? dear. That's all she said. And then they'll call you when he returns. Now, forget business and relax. You might just as well. Those of you who missed our morning tour can sign up for the same tour tomorrow, which includes a fascinating visit to the Tower of London, built by William the Conqueror in 10 Oh. What, what is it? We'll do that tomorrow, oh, won't yes. we? Yes, oh, yes. Oh, it's Couple Next Door is written by Peg Lynch and stars Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce with Margaret Hamilton, Francie Myers, Burford Hampton, and Neil Fitzgerald and is produced by Walter Hart.